98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. He played tackle in the NFL for more than a decade. Max Starks. Max Starks. Maximum Maximum Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Please welcome, from the University of Florida, tackle Max Starks. Yes, Max Starks is here for Maximum Football. He is, I'm looking at Max, Wolf. Max is right here in front of you. Isn't it great? It's a beautiful thing, man. Absolutely. Max, how are you doing, buddy? I am just peachy. And look at that. The microphone works. Yeah. <laughs> what did you know? Everything's coming up, yeah, Max. It is. It's coming up good. No, I, I'm, do, I'm doing great, fellas. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's that time of year where you're starting to feel, <laughs> I'm starting to feel a little bit of the of the travel blues, but um, but miss your family a little bit. Yeah, I miss my family. Let my girls, yeah. you know, now that they're older and they have access to an iPad to FaceTime all the time, so the guilt trips are now visual instead <laughs> of just verbal. <laughs> so it's like, you know, the, the, and then they'll text you and they'll just send like the, their their little like fix you know picture thing, you know, and and it's like oh. Teardrop, yes. frowny face. I'm like, I'm like. First of all, girls, you, you can't you can't sit here and send me those yeah. while you're at Disneyland because they were at Disneyland last weekend <laughs> with their with their dance group. They 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 performed in the parade. So and they're like, oh, Very we miss cool. you. I'm like, you don't miss me. You just miss me buying you stuff at Disneyland. <laughs> I could be buying you a churro right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's just instead of you standing in line, it's Daddy standing yes. in line well, buying the churro. I, I could understand why they would miss that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get anything from my daughter sent to me on my phone and it's just like okay what do you want yeah it's yours <laughs> yeah, forever exactly, exactly. daddy's girls man it's just yeah, it's something about them uh all right max we're gonna get we're gonna flip over to the uh the cardinals and eagles game here uh on sunday and let's just start big questions what we're trying to figure out on the show before we get into the why can't you win at home but you can't win on the road let's start with maybe a more answerable question how is philadelphia the only undefeated team in the nfl right now <laughs> Oh, so um, a hiccup by the Kansas City Chiefs in Indianapolis. Yes. Leads to them being 3-1. But I think if you look at them, you argue that that is the class of the AFC right now. Um, I would say the Buffalo Bills. I, I just right there. I know. They play next week. Do you know they play next week? Hey, hey, the Bills do? Bills Chiefs next week. Bills Chiefs. Yeah. No, yes. I, I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. But I think, you know, um, Buffalo, Buffalo has a lot of injuries right now. now that's the only concern for me. Their secondary is not as strong, and that's of course who the Steelers are playing this week. So mm-hmm. I've been I've been diving into the Bills, and and it's just something the run game hasn't quite gotten on there. Josh Allen's your leading rusher right now, which. If you want to be that team at the next level, you need somebody else to brunt that, especially when you're thinking about in Buffalo, right? As the weather gets yeah, colder, you want right. to keep your quarterback as safe as possible, as insulated, funny enough, um, as you can because you don't want him having to be the main reason that if you have to go one-dimensional, it all lies on you, and now they start spying him. So Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, and coming, they've got to figure out a way to get that going. And the offensive line, a little bit injured, so um, – but – when I look at Miami, obviously the Tua thing looms. You know, yeah. you wonder if they could if they could have sustained and actually won against the Bengals on Thursday night had Tua been healthy. But they have they have a lot of other issues to deal with now. Yeah, and those are really your only undefeated. Is that where you're like, okay, this is what I what I was expecting. 
Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were about Besides to say that. something. That you just no, didn't. no. I, I thought you were going <laughs> to say right. something. Uh, okay. Well, then focusing <laughs> on Philadelphia then, Max, what uh, this team looks pretty balanced, honestly. It's not just Hassan Reddick getting sacks. They lead the NFL with 16 sacks. They've got the offense. I was making the case earlier that the offense Philadelphia has, as impressive as it has been, the Cardinals should be able to do a lot of what Philadelphia does on offense. They just haven't done it yet. Yeah, no, and when you talk about um, Philadelphia, plus eight, that's the number to focus on. Plus eight. Is that plus turnovers? eight? What that's is the that? turnover ratio. Oh. They've turned people over ten times, and they've only given it away two times. That's a huge number, and when you're thinking about a team being undefeated, that is a key factor. So the fact that you have two different guys <laughs> that have two interceptions each on that secondary means people don't like to throw on them. And when they do, they make them pay. And the pass rush is complimentary yes. to that. Yes. That if you're going to hold it because you're scared of throwing it on them, now you're going to get put on your back. So that's where the balance of this defense is, is that it's pass rush along with intercepting and turning the ball over when the ball is not in someone's hands. So I think that's what you have to kind of be cautious of with this defense. You know, for me, once again, um, I, I think the the Eagles have one weakness. Everywhere else I, I watch and look with this team in regard to watching tape on them, um, they seem strong all the way across the board, except for their rush defense, a little susceptible to that. They love to play this solid front. They put three down defensive linemen over yeah. the center, over the two guards, and three techniques. They love to use linebackers on the outside, right? Hassan Reddick mm-hmm. is one of those guys. And then they take T.J. Edwards and they stack them right over the solid look, the three yeah. down covered solid look. Buddy Ryan's old 46 defense. Yeah, the old that bear. That front, the old <laughs> yeah. bear. Right there. They love to do that, but um, they have a hard time stopping the run. They're giving up five yards a carry, over five yards a carry on the ground. The problem is you just can't. You can't get a lead on these guys and stick to running the ball. And that's been the issue. And and that's where you see a lot of them because they're so focused on the pass rush, right? It opens up gashing lanes. And when you have a team that's committed to running the football (laughs) and a team that's going to actually put that pressure on, you have to make it count during that possession. The problem is teams will run, then you get into a third and long because you get behind the schedule on one run, and now you put it up in the air. And they trash it, though. And they trash it, and then the offense scores in four plays later. And then now you're like, well, we wanted to to, do—we don't want to go down 14, though. We don't want to go down 10 because yeah. we just saw what happened last time. And people start to get agitated and, and, and understand, understandably so. But I think if you're the Cardinals and you're coming into this Philly game, or hosting, I should say, come, but getting ready for the game, you need to actually create that rushing look. When I say it, what do you mean? Yeah, meaning keeping the twelve personnel. So trying to r- run your twelve personnel. <laughs> you are speaking my language. And now you're running <laughs> off of it, right? You're running a little off tackle. Hey, not, not asking you to go wide, but go wider than the solid look, because I think they can be pinned. When you're thinking about Brandon Graham and, country, and and company, yes, they can be pinned to the inside to create a lane in that B gap between the guard and tackle. And this is what I'm talking about: a and little tackle zone, come off the ball, right? Twelve person. Yeah. You could even take twelve 
And you could split Zach Ertz, obviously, out into the slot. You could put him yeah. into the slot with Max Williams as your stud tight end. And then two wide receivers. Now, all of a sudden, they're going to go six in the box. Yeah. They're not, they're not going to go ahead and jam the box up. They don't like jamming the box up. No, and you have the offensive line that can run out of that look. That's what I think, too. And and I think what also, if you do that, now your screen game comes into effect. Yeah. I would love to see tight end screens on this Philly team. Because people have been scared to do it and everybody else has not had the personnel to do it. But the Cardinals do. So the second you get boom, 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 get a rhythm of running. Okay, they're like running. Oh, when they set up in this, oh, we're going to be ready. Boom, tight end delay, Max Williams up the seam, right? And now... They're on their heels. And now you can do more of mm. your motion and sprint outs and half rollout and boots and everything else that you love with Kyler, but also realize that Hassan Reddick's going to be coming off one of those edges. And if he's unblocked, that's a guy who know, who, who knows Kyler very well <laughs> and has seen him. And, he, you know, he, you don't want him to get to four and a half sacks. That's here's, the whole point. Here's the whole thing. <laughs> right. Here's the whole thing about the Eagles, man. They have four guys that are on pace for double-digit sacks. Think about that. Four yeah. guys. Yes. Yeah. Pretty incredible. Yeah. I mean, enough five-step drops and teams getting behind and having to push it. Good point. And, and when they're thinking about pushing it, they're not pushing it down the middle because they're scared of the safeties. They're pushing it to the sidelines. And that's where you see, like, Darius Slay and company. Bradbury. Bradbury just eating and feasting over there. If it's not an interception, it's a PBU. So you've got to be able to be in between. Both those corners have two picks. Yeah. Both of them. No, this, this, I mean, and some of it, I'm sure, is, is the schedule, as you brought up earlier. But some of it is just the fact that they got a lot of good personnel on that defense, and I can already just see the line of Twitter comments on Sunday if Hassan Reddick gets a sack or if Hassan Reddick <laughs> makes a play of, oh, great, another guy we developed for somebody else. Well, he's from Philly. He's back home. He had a cheesesteak. You know, he, he's, just, he's just happy to be home. That's all you it know, is. You that kid, too? That's one of yeah. the greatest kids you're ever going to meet, man. So yeah. I'm... I'm I'm glad for all the success that is coming his way. Well, I am as well. And and here's the thing. And we talked about it, guys. I mean, you, Luke and I, we, we talked about ad nauseum. Um, and Wolf, even on the show, he was out of position for all those years. And that's what law that that's what sent him to the, the doghouse here. Yeah, because they were trying to make him something that he wasn't. He goes back to Philly. He is what they thought he was. Pass rusher. Yep. Rush him. Stop trying to drop him into coverage. Stop trying to have him be a box backer. He's an off-the-edge, e-mole, pass rush, edge rush special. however they classify yep. it. That's what he does, and he wasn't doing that here. No, but now now he's playing like a first-round pick, so isn't that yes. great? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we come back, what are the biggest NFL overreactions at the quarter mark of the season? We'll get into it with Max Starks. Maximum Football continues next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Arizona Sports. Dark. Max Starks. Max Starks. Maximum for Maximum for With Wolf and Luke. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. All right, we are at the quarter mark of the season, kind of. Now that they've made it 17 games, Max, you can't ever really say that, but I'm going to anyway. 
Um, and we've this is producer Wolf on top of this. Producer Wolf, okay, finding uh, right. five overreactions at the quarter mark of the 2022 NFL season from ESPN. So I'm just going to read these off, and I'm going to see okay, how you guys react. Okay, okay. Well, Wolf's probably already seen them since he found it. Yeah. Let's start with number one. <laughs> wow, this is number one. <laughs> Cooper Rush is playing well enough to Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Oh. oh. Bazinga! No, wow. <laughs> you know, Bazinga honestly, reference. right now it's it's amazing. Four games, right? Yeah, four games does not make a career, does it? No, no. Not I'm not close. ready to go there with Dak Prescott yet. I'm not ready to do that and say that Cooper Rush is playing well enough to Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Yeah, no, I I, I can't say he's not dacking just yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> does anybody else have that problem? Because I have I told Wolf I just went to Prescott for the first time ever this past yeah. weekend. When you go to Prescott, they're like, hey, it's Prescott. It's not right. Prescott. So right. then now every time we talk about Dak Prescott, I have to catch myself from calling him Dak Prescott. Can we just, like, <laughs> am I the only one dealing with this? Or is this like you, an Arizona you are, issue? I don't, I, I've never been to Prescott. Yeah. And I've only seen it, like, when I'm driving past a Flagstaff. And I've never said, oh, there's Prescott. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's Prescott. Well, don't say there's Prescott. Oh. They'll, they'll chase you. But I'm in my town. car. I'm in my car. They, they can't chase me because I'm not trying to stop. <laughs> so you've never been there. I've never, I had never I've been never there been until there. five days ago. Yes. Christmas Town, man. Christmas oh, is that, is that, what, is, yeah. is that what it's known right. for? Exactly. I go to Flagstaff for Christmas Town because oh, they have go. the North okay. Pole experience and the, uh, <laughs> the Polar the Express. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. I took my daughters. Like, it's been what? We missed the last two years, obviously, COVID and then last year. But, yeah. No, I mean they've they've gone for what six years straight. Wait, they have a train? Yeah, they have a train. Yeah, yeah up in Flagstaff. Yeah, well, Luke, what are you doing? Does Herm drive I mean, the train? No, I or is that, no, no. no. Sean Aguano drives that's the train. Cold blood. No, that, just, that is. I got to get some answers. I mean, honestly, give yeah. me the protective cup for Herm. Well, you're supposed yeah. to bring the mouth guard and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, overreaction number two. Oh, wow. I don't agree with this one. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady have finally, for real this time, run out of gas. Yeah, I don't I don't buy it. One of them will be in the yeah. NFC Championship, at least. Yeah, I completely agree. I think one of them, if, you know, I don't think both, but I think one of them will, because I think Philly's going to have something to say about that. Really? You think Ooh. Philly will be there? Huh? I think Man, I mean, Philly, Philly, bold. Philly was my was my bold dark horse at the beginning of the year. Whoa. So just to let everybody know, I picked Philly in the preseason because I really liked everything that they had there. Whoa. And I think that this is... What made you think that way, though, with Jalen Hurts? Once again, I love Jalen, but he didn't, to me, what? What are you doing with the X fingers? What? That's the X factor. He's warding the, you off. The, oh, oh the, the X, X factor. factor. He knows how to win. Okay. That's something that you can't... It's an intangible he's got it. yeah, feeling. He's got, he's got it. I mean, from Alabama, even to Oklahoma in a grad year, quote-unquote, the guy knows how to find a way to win. Regardless of how pretty or ugly it looks, he knows how to win, and he knows what winning looks like. He's got a little Deshaun Watson. That's yes. what Deshaun Watson had coming yes. out, right? Yeah, and he has a lot better team around him than Deshaun Watson had in yeah. Houston, and he doesn't have to do it all by himself. I think he felt like it last year. He had to do more, but now he's understanding, okay, I have some good pieces around. Let me use them and and play as a team member okay. and just manage all of it. And I think that's what he's doing because you know when you look at you got Miles Sanders in the backfield. You know you also have AJ Brown. You got Devontae Smith, former teammate of his, right? And then you look defensively and you've got all these pieces and weapons that are giving you the ball back for extra possessions. He doesn't have to be Superman. He doesn't yeah. have to put the cape on. All he has to do is put the helmet on and just. 
do his one eleventh. You know what I'm saying? Like, just do his job within that parameter. And then if something starts to break down, he still has that extra gear. You there. know what's interesting, though? Um, getting back to the question you actually posed right there, Luke, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Um, I think these guys are in two different divergent paths right now for this year, 2022. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers, of course, to your point, I think, yeah, we could see the Green Bay Packers there in the yeah, NFC Rogers Championship game. Tom Brady, there's something going on there, Tom Brady. And we've known this for a long time. When he missed 11 days during training camp, how often do you see that happen? Um, something could be going on with Tom Brady. He doesn't look the same to me. He hasn't really looked the same. Um, I've... Those well, stories are I'm out there. Say, yeah. I was going to say TMZ kind of. Yeah, kind everybody of blew the top off that one. What are you talking about? Well, I, oh, I mean, the, it's yeah. the, the, the D word. Yeah. Divorcee. That's definitely out he's, there. Yeah, he's going that, that is that. out there. That was yeah, out there. Yes. That's oh, out yeah. there. Okay. So, yeah. So yeah, There we go. So we just solved it for yeah. Wolf. Oh, Why does he look flush? Why does he oh have to miss 11 days? You know, that's what I said, though. I said it after. Man, you know, again, that's awful. I'm yeah. going to be quiet now. Uh, here's overreaction number three. The Seahawks actually upgraded a quarterback by trading Russell Wilson. Wow, these are insane. I want to make sure that I'm referencing ESPN after each one of these. Yeah, yeah. Somebody doesn't turn the, the radio on in their car and be like, oh, Luke's lost his mind. Uh, yeah, exactly. Luke is just making up some foul claims. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, Max. Gino has looked pretty good so far. Two of these first four games. Yeah, half the games yeah, have looked good. He, they have not upgraded no. Russell Wilson. Now, granted, you could argue that Russell Wilson downgraded after being being traded. That's possible. <laughs> That's possible. Because I'll take Pete Carroll over Nathaniel Hackett any day at the radio's going. Nathaniel Nathaniel Hackett's two for two in benching the quarterback on fourth and gotta have this, okay? <laughs> let's just let's just make that clear. He was a guy that also benched Aaron Rodgers yep. and said, you know what? Ah, we don't have a play for this. You know, what did you say, LeFleur? You want to kick it? Oh, I trust you. I don't yeah. trust Aaron Rodgers. Was that, that was the playoffs two years ago against yeah. Tampa? Yeah. yeah. The one everybody was like, what is Green Bay doing when they, why? Are, like, why are you playing for, to lose by less in the in the yeah. playoffs? Yeah, exactly. that was uh, Russell Daniel Wilson, Hackett there's too. another guy right there. I'm sorry. Uh, he does not look like what I thought he was going to look. Um. I don't know what it is. He, he doesn't run the ball as intentionally as we've seen him do it in the past. But this yeah. is all the thing the 12s were up there whispering yeah. last year. And yeah. I didn't believe it. I didn't. You know, the I, way that stadium's well, set up, even when the 12s whisper, they're still loud. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like a funnel. It. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but, no, but I think also, because it, 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 I was at first like, ah, maybe it's altitude. Nope, it's not altitude. <laughs> it could be altitude, yeah, though, for real. It could be. Hey, listen, you, anyone who's ever played in that, you, you just know take exactly that warm up lap pregame <laughs> around the field. You're just like, ah, you know what? I'm just gonna go back in the locker room. Right there, right. You know what? I'll just I'll, I'll deal with it at game time. I don't need to test this anymore. As, as the game starts. <laughs> Is this the, is this the 10th play of the drive? Is this 10? Can we take a timeout? No. Sounds like, like you're in the fourth quarter already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, here, I'm going to throw this one out there. Again, this is from ESPN. Overreactions at the quarter mark of the season. The NFC East is the best division in football. No. 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 Well, it's got the best record in football. I well, mean, they didn't just throw that out there. Yeah, I understand that, but I mean, also... It's let's, not. Let's face it, it's not. <laughs> but also it isn't. Yeah, because, I mean, it's the Washington Commanders. Ah. Yeah. 
Dallas. I think the reason why is Dallas and Philly because yeah. of the emergence of Cooper Rush coming out of nowhere and having what that three and zero start. As a, as a starter this season, Dak obviously going down in the Tampa Bay game week one. Um, that's kind of the the filler. Did you see Jerry thing. the other day? All of a sudden, he's like, "Oh yeah, Dak, uh, he can't grip the football. He can't play." I, I, I know, I know, yeah. and and hence why you are not a doctor, Jerry Jones. Um, yeah, <laughs> why, why is it every time I I see Jera, uh, I don't believe <laughs> anything that he's saying. Past experience, yeah. <laughs> I would have to say. I, I mean, honestly, he might be talking about you know. Uh, he's selling sand why, at the why they're selling ketchup uh, for the you know whatever he says. I just don't believe. Just a word assume he's the saying. opposite. That was like me with yeah. Urban Meyer last year. <laughs> yeah, Look how that worked well, out. Well, oh, yeah, uh, and it is the the Giants being three and one. That that is. I feel like that's such an artificial number. Would it shock you if they went like four and thirteen to end the season? I don't think it would shock it me if they finished four and thirteen because we know what Daniel Jones is. And and at some point, and now granted, I will say this, Saquon Barkley's running out of his Ooh, mind right now. The, yeah. the decision-making, the intent, the patience, it is definitely a lot different. I wouldn't be surprised if we get to the midway point and he might get moved. I wouldn't be surprised. Because they'll probably be out, they'll, they'll be out of playoff contention by then. Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I, I think you, want, you somebody's probably going to come and offer a handsome um, price. It does okay. feel like they just keep playing like the same two bad teams over and over again. So I yeah. have to look at the Giants. Well, schedule. they've been bad so long. They're like, well, listen, we'll just put you with the bad team so you yeah. can at least be the better of the bad team. Did we talk about Lamar? No, no real quick, yeah. Lamar. Uh, this is the last one, Max. Lamar Jackson's heroics won't save the Ravens. I know you're a big Ravens fan. Um, I'm a huge Ravens fan. Gosh, love the Ravens. Yeah, right. uh, but I am. I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. Yeah, me too. I'm a Lamar Jackson fan, and I think this might be the year Lamar betting on himself and right now looking like an NFL MVP what candidate. You know, what was it last week? He he was he led the league in passer rating, passer efficiency, and uh, touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So I mean, Lamar's playing out. The question is. Health is always going to be the big question mark over him. Can he do it over 17 games? Yeah. Is, or is he going to miss a game again? But if he can stay healthy, I mean, that's just, he's just, he's his own built in, like, just cheat sheet. Man, get out the calipers because his circumference is second to none. All right. On that note, we're going to break. Uh, when we come back, is there anything the Cardinals can do in practice to fix the way they've been starting these games on Sundays? Max going to stick around more maximum football on the Wolf and Luke Show, 987 FM Arizona Sports Station. Arizona Sports. Max Starks. Max Starks. Maximum Football. With Wolf and Luke. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Final hour of the show here live from the Akchin Community Studios. Max Starks is here. Max, who travels more than anybody I know. Max, who is in. How many, like on average, when we get into September to, let's say, mid-December, how many different cities are you in per week, do you think? Three? 
yeah, three, minimum three. Oof. Because two weeks ago, I had three games in four days. So That's fun. Yeah, because I had the Thursday nighter, and then I flew to Dallas, did Texas A&M, Arkansas, and on Sunday did Chargers, Jags, and then was back home. What's um, what's the best game you've been to, college or pro, so far this year that you've, you've worked? Best college game? I think it was that Texas A&M, Arkansas game because it just it flipped so much because Arkansas looked to be in just absolute control. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, just running down the field. I mean, two or three first drives, I mean, they, they had touchdowns. And then K.J. Jefferson tries to reach over the top, and boom. That Once that fumble happened, and then Damani Richardson took it back 80-plus 80, 80 yards for the touchdown, Changed the complete complexion. They went on twenty three and zero run before Arkansas could even catch a breath. Max Wolf, do you see Max has like he has the look of somebody that has seen a lot yeah, of football. In right. The last month. I, 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 <laughs> you're living up there. How many free flights have you accumulated right now? I mean, I mean let's miles. just put it this way: when it comes spring break and uh, and and summer break, <laughs> the first three family flights will be free round trip, and we're not nice. just going local. <laughs> nice. All right, I'm going to play you this clip, Max, as we talk about uh, the the the. Mentality the Cardinals may need to adopt the rest of this season, and it was Kevin Ray actually sent this to us uh, yesterday, and, we, and so we're, we're talking about it now. It's actually from four-ish years ago. It looks like four and a half years ago. But somehow Wolf and I hadn't heard it. This is Marshawn Lynch talking about the football mentality. That's when it just clicked in my mind that if you just run through somebody's face, a lot of people ain't going to be able to take that over and 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 over again, they're just not going to want that. Think there's a deeper metaphor there? Run through a face. <laughs> then you don't have to worry about it no more. Yeah, there you go. Uh, oh, man, the hair on the back of my neck stands up just listening that, to Beast Mode say that. that. That's still good all these years later. Um, and it's it's such a metaphor for life. <laughs> <laughs> if you just run through a person's face over and over and over again, eventually they're going to yield. The eventually teachings of Marshawn Lynch. Exactly. Oh, and, and here's the thing. That's the credo we lived by in Pittsburgh when I was there. Man. Especially when you had Jerome Bettis, you had oh, Deuce Staley, man. right? And and even Willie Parker was that change-up guy, but Rashad Mendenhall was had the same thing. Jonathan Dwyer, um, you know, Isaac Redman. We had some guys that, listen, it was just like, we are going to run down your throat until you give us a reason to stop. And then at the end of games, we're going to run the same exact play with the same exact snap count and the same exact formation four plays in a row, and we're going to dare you to stop us. Were you predictable? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Right? Often imitated, never duplicated. <laughs> but you know what, honestly, Max? It's that mentality that I love. Yeah. Listen to that. That's a human being. That is one human being right there talking about his mentality, what he plays in the game. And the fact that he actually had the thought, it was a thought process. It came into his mind. It clicked, Marshawn said. That I was going to do it over, run through a mother's face over and over and, and do it again. And what he's saying, it, it captures the essence of the game of football. So what you're saying is Marshawn's not going to bounce it with the thought that a linebacker might be in the hole. No. That's what you're telling me. That's, yeah, that's, that's not Marshawn's style. <laughs> it explains so much about a guy. You, it's not like Marshawn was 250 pounds either. No. He was not. 
No. Is um, it, you, and it comes down to if you're a running back, run angry. Don't run looking for the big man. play. Just run expecting this to be the last play. My Marshawn Lynch experience was at the Madden Bowl. I don't remember what year it was. Like when they would do it for, like when the Super Bowl came to town, they would oh, have it at like yeah. some bar in Scottsdale or whatever. And I think he won. It was like eight different players on stage. And when he yeah. won, he just fell into the crowd. And there was like, yeah, he had a he bunch just of crowd surfed there. <laughs> uh, all right. This is Cliff Kingsbury talking earlier this week about how the Cardinals are going to change some things up at practice to hopefully jumpstart the, uh, the way these games are beginning. It's a month in, so you got enough sample size to know we probably got to do something different at this point, and so we'll uh, continue to, to tinker things with practice and, and how we start walkthroughs and practice and things of that nature, and then try to make sure that the first 10 or 15 plays have one that, that everybody are very confident in and, and can execute at a high level. Max, if you, I'm sure on some level, level you've been on a team that regardless of how the second through fourth quarters were going, just couldn't get going in the first quarter. And I, there's only so much you can really do during the week, right? I mean, it's going to have to change on Sunday mornings. Yeah, and, well, and, and even so, I mean, it's just it's got to change in game. I mean, it, it's there's only so much you can rep and practice with plays because you're never going to get the full emotion, the full gusto of the opponent, right? Because everybody's trying to heal up to get ready for Sunday. Yeah, but it's a, it, it's it's that mentality that you must bring that we are going to be successful. That no matter what we do, we're going to be good at it. And as an offensive lineman, when I look at that top 15, you know, you get that sheet the night before, like, yeah. okay, here, here's our play so you can play the theater of the mind while yes. you sleep. When I saw in the top five, if we had three runs, I was like, oh, yeah, I know what they want. They want the hammer, not the nail. See, that and, is it right there. But if I see four out of five passes or it's – Two passes, a screen, and a and a play action. Do you have not set up the run? I'm like, they don't know what they're doing. This is playing scared right now, and we're not in a position where we're gonna where we're gonna be successful. And I don't care if it's predictable the first play of the game. I because I always took my mentality is the guy across from me. He might know I'm coming. I want him to know I'm coming. I want him to know. I want him to think, oh crap, this yeah. guy's about to come steamroll me, yeah. and I need to brace. Instead of what are you re- gonna do re- about it? Rush, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. are you gonna do about it? Absolutely. You know it's coming. I know it's coming. We all know it's coming. That's why I say it's really interesting that you can be predictable. You can be predictable, but that predictability doesn't mean you can't be successful. You can run oh, yeah. right over somebody, and when you get to that point. You know you got them right in your hand. I mean, let's face it, you know, and not not to throw a face in tragedy because obviously I know my family and, and friends and everybody that was in the state of Florida, you know, just endured Hurricane sure. Ian. Yes, but you get a warning when a hurricane's coming, and you still choose to stay. That that's what happens, and and that's what we always thought of ourselves. That we're like we're the, we're the oncoming hurricane, especially on away games, right? Like we're coming in, we're we're coming to mess st- stuff up and leave. Mm-hmm. And you know we're coming. You know what we do. You've watched this all week. Don't be surprised <laughs> when you get hit in the mouth. <laughs> you know, and I think that's kind of the mentality you have to carry. And I think the Cardinals do a great job of carrying it on the road. But it's just it's like at home when you're supposed to defend the nest, right? You're supposed to fortify the fortress and get ready for the bombardment of the enemy invading. And it's like, oh, man, we forgot to close the drawbridge. 
dang it, whose job was that to close the drawbridge? <laughs> you know, that's what it kind of hate feels like. Happens. Yeah, hate it when Cross that happens. Fire, yeah, exactly. Who didn't who didn't dig the moat deep enough? <laughs> uh, all right, when we come back, Max gonna stick around for one more segment and get his thoughts on the whole Tua situation that the NFL and the Miami Dolphins are facing. That's next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on ninety eight seven FM, Arizona Sports Station. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. He played tackle in the NFL for more than a decade. Max Starks. Max Starks. Maximum football. Maximum brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Please welcome, from the University of Florida, tackle Max Starks. All right, before we get into Tua stuff, Max, I do want to ask you this. Aaron Judge hit 62 last night, obviously. That's not a question. He's not in the lineup today. If I'm Aaron Judge, I want to be in the lineup today. The pressure's off, and now I can stack that number a little bit higher. Yeah, exactly. Pad it, because obviously I want to last longer than Maris. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Yankees aren't going to play a playoff game till at least Monday, I think, at the earliest. So it's not like... Yeah, I, I, I don't like it. Um, I would love to have seen him come out and, like you said, increase over that. Don't just go one better yeah. than that. I mean, if you have the opportunity, and I, I forgot, who, who are they playing today? Texas. Texas. <laughs> Anytime you can't remember who they're playing, just they're playing the Rangers. the biggest stake. Okay. It's, yeah. It's got it. <laughs> but I think, I think, yeah. And, and, and that pitch, and that pitching duo that they have for Texas, I was like, yeah, he, he could get enough. And, and the thing is, like, I, I know a lot of baseball purists are like, okay, well, don't count Sosa, no count McGuire, no count Bonds, but they are being counted. He's only one behind Sosa, two behind Sosa again, three. Not, not like he's going to hit four home runs today, but no. the pressure's off. Go out there and see what you can do. Yeah. Uh, over back to football and the Dolphins Bengals game. Now that was on Thursday. Talk about dings. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a uh, just a nasty scene on the mm. field. Um, let's just start there, Max. If you're if you're the if you're the Dolphins, what do you do after he looked pretty shaky? against the Bills just four days earlier? First of all, I'm I'm mad at the Dolphins for, A, allowing Tua to go talk in the presser after the game. After the first concussion? After the first game. Yeah, after the first concussion. Okay, yeah. Because you let him go out there and put himself as a liability by trying to give you this excuse that it was a back spasm and this, that, and the other. No, I know what a back spasm is. Wolf, I believe you know what a back spasm is. Yeah, I do. You get at this type of feeling where you get erect and upright. You don't get wobbly-legged when it's a back spasm. I'm sorry. Right. That Um, move you just made is why the cameras are set up and why they made you sit over there. There it is. I just gave the five-second clip right there. there Um, But to put him out there in that, knowing that he went through concussion protocol and whatever the test was that this doctor missed every other single sign Man, that's the in that test. Okay, It ultimately comes down to the head team physician's discretion and the head coach's discretion and ultimately, after he's though, been approved. Ultimately, though, it's the player's responsibility. Yes. It is. Yeah, it is. I mean, no. Tula could have said, no, I'm not playing, and they would have said, okay. They would have been like, fine. They would have been, 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 been pissed, but they would have been right, fine. Exactly. How many players, but they wouldn't have any. Yeah. yeah. Like, How many like, players realistically are going to say that, though? I mean, as good as Tua has been to see, start this when year. when I was playing, nobody would have ever said well, and I just, nobody. It's not. He's not Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. I mean, he's been he spent the first month of the season hearing about how they wanted a different quarterback. 
Max is raising yes, his hand and Max, somehow touching the ceiling. I did it. Well, you did what? I took myself out of the game. Okay. When the doctors were like, oh, we're okay. Yeah. You're okay. I was like, no, I'm not. Yeah. And that, and that, that was when I herniated my neck in Cincinnati, Halloween, back in 2010. Um, okay, took, but the, the, it was a herniated neck? It was not herniated a, disc in the neck. Okay. No, I mean... Painful. No, no not painful. No, I, every time I got hit, it was like being tased. <laughs> right. And I was falling to the ground after every play, and Ben was picking me up. Okay. But we didn't have any more offensive line. We had a tight end warming up on the sidelines. Oh, and no. every time we went after a series, I'd sit on there. They'd change out my neck guard and everything. Oh, it's just a stinger, da-da-da-da-da. I was like, my foot's numb. They're shooting down the pain yeah. and tingling down yeah. the back of my right shoulder. And eventually, I came, it was, we, we finally got another touchdown. And Ben was like, I got to have you. I got to have you. So, like, he literally carried me every play down the field because okay. I would fall. Like, the second I would get hit, boom, fall to the ground. And I said, I'm out the game. Okay, so this is really good never because my next football. question to you on this one right here is, how much do you think it's changed? It hit. I feel like it has changed in the reporting aspect for players being a little bit more accountable. And I think that, you know, with anything else, people are going to take advantage of situations. Yeah. I think some guys report, overly report things or make something more sure. out to be. But I think the reporting has gotten better and they've been better about holding guys up, but they're still not great. So if you're talking about from zero, yeah. 15 is better than zero, See, but it's not quite thing, at 15. Right. Here's the thing, and I recanted on this as well. Um, I went on the air and I said, listen, I, can I tell you right now that they, the team doctors and the trainers are the best of the best to me. This mm-hmm. is what the NFL represents. You don't just get into the NFL by being some run-of-the-mill doctor. They typically, to me, my experience has always been the best of the best. Um, these independent guys that they're hiring now, these, what do they call them? They're UCTs or yeah, well, UCEs the, or, the or yeah, is something is the, is the in, unaffiliated. In, yeah, independent. Yes, um, guys, yeah. unaffiliated guys that are actually going to check you out. To me, they're not just going to hire anybody to do that, Right. That's and that's where I think I was incorrect, and maybe that is the issue as well. That and, and you know, if Tua had a concussion against the Bills, but America couldn't see that Tua had a concussion against the Bills, and then he went out and got hit. I mean, the hit wasn't even that bad against the Bengals. It was no. just the way he second impact syndrome is yeah. what it's called, and that's as a fifty percent mortality rate. Uh, and so that is something. And the posturing that you saw yeah. is from midbrain trauma. That's what that that is what you that, mean with the, the, with the fingers, fingers curling up curling. And, and posturing into a position that you saw. That's what that is. And that's where you could die or live. That's the flip of the coin type of situation. So which means there was. A initial concussion within four days yeah. of then getting taking that second one, and that's what they worry about in the military. I, I, how does that happen in this day and age? That's that is a thing that blows my mind, especially when yeah. everybody how could see on television he had one in uh, four days yeah. earlier. Yeah, because his own offensive lineman had to hold him up. 
Oh yeah, and walk him, walk, no, walk him there. So, and, and like you said, Wolf, earlier, like ultimately it comes down to the player. But if you're concussed and you're not thinking straight, and you're like, I got to help my team. Your team is like, Come on, man, we need you. Sure. You you also have to protect the player from himself. <laughs> Because you know, like I, you said, I mean, I, like I, we're going, we're going to want to totally, do it I, I until know the end. I know yeah. that, but but I didn't play in this era. Yeah. I played in the era. Came out, slap it off, kid. You yeah. know what I mean? They knock you around, literally. They'd slap you in the face. You had a kid. The head hey, slap kid, was legal. Yes, you're it was. over there. Deacon boom, Jones. boom, boom. <laughs> shake it off, kid. How many fingers I got? Y'all right, kid? Get yeah. off the goofy wagon. You're fine. Get back. Do you see all that's, three of my fingers right now? Do you that, see all three of them? Yes, that's the era. So, uh, you know, I'm just, it's changed so much. But the passion and the intent and the competitive nature has not. Well, and here's the thing. What Wolf's saying of, of how much it has changed, when when there are parts of that that, that are viewed negatively, like, oh, it's, it's getting too soft. Well, the reason it's getting too soft is to prevent what just happened on Thursday, and yeah. somehow it happened anyway. Yes. All it's of the work was to prevent cracks. that. And, and that's why I, I know when we're talking about team docs and them being the best of the best, for the most part, that is true. For the most part, that is true. I think sometimes... When it, when yeah. a group when a group gets I mean, a you're co- always going to have well yeah exception. because because here's the thing now we, you have groups that control the teams right so and you're taking on new doctors every year within the group that guy not, not necessarily have pro experience or dealing with the team itself they might have come from a college or an independent practice like and you're putting new people in the rotation all the time and so something can slip through the cracks and that's why i can say for the most part like i look at the steelers i see doctor i see dr bradley on the sideline james bradley has been there forever he's one of the top orthopedic surgeons in, in in the world i see him every week i know who that is but then when somebody else comes or is shadowing or following or, or he has to miss because of something and now somebody else is in there, I don't trust them as much as I trust Dr. Bradley looking at it directly and being there on the sidelines. So I think everyone's you get those those lapses. Unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant. There we go. There it is. There Max, it is. that's a concussion expert. Yes. <laughs> that's the easier way to say it. Max, yeah. uh, always great to have you in here, man. No, nah, my pleasure, man. I'm glad I was able to stop in today. This is fun. I mean, yes, we're on the Comrex normally, but it's good to just put a face. Totally. You know? And you know what city we're in right now, right? This is like the seventh I, one you've been in this I week. Do, I do. I do. I do not have a concussion, but I do have sleep depravity. <laughs> Walk outside, it'll be 100 degrees. You'll remember. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks Will. a lot, Max. Yeah, All right.